Ugh. Hi, everybody. Welcome. My name is Charlie, uh, Facebook disruptor. Uh, I spent over $100 million on Facebook, and I'm here to try to break down some stuff for you. And today, we're going to make it easy. My, that's my number one goal. Make Facebook easy for you. And that's going to start today with how to build a successful Facebook ad account. Three simple steps. And the number one secret of the Facebook elite, we'll get to that here in a minute. So first off, please like, comment, subscribe, share, you know, follow me, do whatever you can. I got the site, facebookdisruptor.com, all of those fun things. But let's get right into it today. The three simple steps to build a successful Facebook ad account. Number one, audiences. Now, everybody will talk to the blue in the face about how interest groups are great and about chasing different lookalikes and about how this or that and all the other things. What do you need? What do you really, really need inside of audiences to really build a successful ad account? Well, number one is structure. You actually only need one campaign for business objective. So you, in that one campaign, you can have your prospecting and you'll be targeting all in the same audience. Why do you need it? Why would you possibly need it more complex? Only for reasons of adopting out-of-date, obsolete thinking. Since 2018, the best practice done by case studies from brands as big as Purple, Bombas, Smile Direct Club Movement, Watches, you name it, the people that are crushing things, the Facebook elite in the Disruptor Group, they're all building campaigns like this. This is how I've been building campaigns. So what are we doing? One campaign is all you need per business objective. If you're trying to make sales, make that a single campaign. And now, what are we going to have in this campaign for audiences? Well, you can go down the rabbit hole of all sorts of different things. But what do you really need? You really need two, maybe three prospecting audiences. One that's broad. Why do we want broad? Because you get the best economy of scale for your base CPM. It's the easiest way to reach as many people as possible. What is broad? Age, gender, and location. Anything beyond age, gender, and location, you pay a premium to Facebook because you're customizing, just like anything. You want extra pepperoni? You want anchovies? You want to maybe get a custom color on your car? You're going to have to pay extra for it, and the same thing goes inside of Facebook. So if you want to reach the most amount of people for as cheap as possible so that Facebook, a machine learning platform, can understand what a good impression looks like and what a bad impression looks like, it's very simple. You reach them as cheap as you can, and the way you do that is with broad age, gender, and location. Now, outside of broad, if you're just starting out, you probably don't have any performance-based information to build things off of, so you probably won't be able to make a lot of lookalike audiences. And in this case, your number one thing you need to do is get to creative testing. We've got a whole other thing about that. Please go check that out. But I'm going to right now assume that you've been in business for a while. You've got some information. You know who your customers are and you've at least got some things going. So if that's the case, what we need to do now is a narrow performance-based look-alike audience. People will say, well, lookalikes are working, lookalikes aren't working, they're doing this thing. Most of the people that are having trouble making certain lookalike audiences work and certain other targeting is because they're running 12 or 15 different things and they're putting the money in too many different places so no of the places can actually get success. Audiences aren't where you get success. Audiences are the playground that you're letting your ads get into and we'll get into that in a minute because that's another teaser for another later point in this thing, which is point number two. But inside of the audiences. Why are we going off of a performance-based lookalike? We're going off performance-based lookalikes because broad is our highest 
quantity audience. It is the audience that allows us to reach the most amount of people for the cheapest rate. Now that's the lowest quality, highest volume. So then you need the yin to that yang, highest quality, lowest volume. So you make a very small circle. This is a 1% lookalike. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna stack our 1% lookalike around three business objectives. And the way that this looks like inside the Facebook ecosystem is basically a Venn diagram. We're gonna give it three circles and Facebook will point to that area right in the middle. And that's gonna be our goal. It's gonna be more expensive to reach those people, but we don't care about CPCs. We don't care about CPMs. We don't care about click-through rates or conversion rates or any of that other nonsense. We care about our cost per purchase or our ROAS, the cost per lead or whatever. We actually care about performance, not vanity metrics. So it doesn't matter what that inventory costs, especially in a day and age of OCPM, optimized CPM. If people aren't talking to you about OCPM, or if you ask them a question and they don't know the answer, you can stop listening to that person because they don't know what they're talking about. So OCPM, lookalike audiences. What are the lookalike audiences? Number one, past purchasers in the last six months based on your purchase conversion event or your lead event. I'm going off of purchases here, but it absolutely holds true for any other event they're trying to optimize for. So purchasers based on the Facebook pixel, this will let the Facebook pixel see who are the people most likely to make a purchase. And it'll look back at all the other purchases and they'll tend to deliver you results around the average that you've seen. If you've been delivering results around $50 per sale, that lookalike audience on purchasers for the last six months is going to deliver you $50 purchasers. This is consistency, this is low cost, and this is high confidence data. That is a performance-based lookalike. Now we're gonna stack that, which means inside of that ad set, we're gonna add one more lookalike audience. We're actually gonna add two, but we're gonna add one more lookalike audience. This one is based on our CRM data. Everybody that's given you an email address, everybody that's bought from you, everybody that's taken the time and effort to give a damn about you and your brand, we're gonna reach them because those people might be slightly lower quality, they might be slightly higher quality, but for whatever reason, they may or may not be within the Facebook purchase pixel event, but that doesn't matter. Those are still people that have shown an affinity for your brand, what you're doing and everything else, and you wanna find other people like that because that is where the gold is and Facebook might not have seen them. They might have bought seven months ago. Does that mean that they're worthless? No, they might be signing up for your email address and they just haven't purchased it. Does that mean they're worthless? No, they've shown an effort. They've actually given you signals of a high confidence that they have a large level of intent and interest in you. So go find more people like it. And then we're gonna get one more lookalike audience. So this is again, a 1% lookalike audience. So we're putting inside of this ad set, which is the second ad set inside of this campaign. This last ad set is what's called a value-based lookalike audience. You can go to Facebook and inside of Facebook, you can put in your pixel and it'll find value-based, which means who are the people most likely to spend the most money, right? So now this allows you to have the three concentric circles of a Venn diagram. One is targeting the people with the lowest cost. Who's most likely to buy? Who is the most common customer? Number two, who are the people that are most interested in the brand, whether they bought or not? Number three, who are the people that are most likely spent? Who are the people who have spent the most money? Go find more of those individuals. That is a performance-based 1% look-alike stack. Now, 
if you want to go above and beyond, because that is the yin and the yang, and maybe you want to try Goldilocks, what you can do is try to expand that to a 2%, a 4%, a 5 or a 10 and then constrict it by some other behavior. So what you're doing is you're saying, I've got a 1% inside of the United States, the SAC 1% lookalike audience will be around 4 to 5 million people. What you can do on top of that, if you want to expand, is you can maybe do a 5% lookalike and then narrow it down by specific behavior. And one of my favorite ones is this thing called engaged shoppers. Who are the people that are likely to click on a Facebook ad and then make a purchase? Or you can do gift givers. There's a few of these types of behaviors. But the idea is saying, I know who my high quality customers are. I'm going to try to find more of these high quality customers. And instead of getting the hyper-focused, highest quality batch, I'm willing to go after a few more people. I'm willing to go after a larger amount of individuals, but I'm going to constrict those people by very specific behavior. So you're going to pay a premium to do that. But because the audience is bigger, it's cheaper to reach them. So you're having a little bit of this quantitative and qualitative middle ground. Now, we talked about the rest of things. What do you do outside of that? If, if that's working for you, you don't need retargeting audiences because those audiences are already going to be retargeting for you. Now, if you absolutely need to get some retargeting audiences and you're going to try to start making some things, I would re highly recommend site traffic. You don't necessarily need to do add to carts. You don't necessarily need to do view content. You could just do site traffic from the last day, the last week, the last month, the last six months. And now why aren't we going down to the, to the add to carts and all the other stuff? Because they're already included. If somebody has been to your site in the last week, they also, if somebody added to cart, they've been to your site in the last week and in broad or look like there's somebody that's very likely to make a purchase. So they're already included. I can't tell you how many accounts that are based around 1% lookalike, broad, and that's it. You can get to five figures a day on those two audiences with no retargeting because you're not splitting the dollars up in a million different ways, trying to chase down a bunch of lottery tickets. You're letting the system optimize that customer flow for as many touches, as many ways as you need. If you get that simple, then every dollar is only being divided maybe two ways and you're going to see stability and success. Point number two on the simple steps is reducing the number of ads you actually have live. How many ads do you really need live? I get this question all the time. The answer is three to five tops. If you have two or three audiences, maybe four audiences and three to five ads that you've actually proven and tested out, you can get to $50,000 a day, $100,000 a day on Facebook. You don't need more than that. And do not fall for the trap of having retargeting ads and prospecting ads. What that means is I'm willing to let this thing go out first, but if they don't buy immediately on the absolute first click, let me hit them with another thing so that Facebook cannot map that journey all the way through the funnel. And I'm going to make Facebook work harder because I want to feel smart because somebody else told me that. You know who's really preaching a lot of these things? You know who's really pushing against a lot of these best practices? Are the people that don't actually execute things. How many courses are being sold by folks that made a million dollars on email and Google 20 years ago? They don't know nothing about Facebook. And a lot of times what they're doing is taking the case studies from Facebook disruptors and people like me and then falsifying their own results and then selling it for hundreds or thousands of dollars to people as some sort of course because people look at them successful, but they haven't been inside the platform and actually done any of this work. So my point to you is how many ads do you need? 
three to five. That's it. You don't need more than that. And they should appeal to different individuals because your ads are going to do your targeting. And we can get to that some other time. Don't worry about it. That's a whole other piece. And I'm trying to burn through all these as fast as I can so we can get to the questions and we're going to have a good day. So number three in the simple steps is let Facebook make as many choices as possible and don't get in the way. You need to measure your success week over week, month over month. Don't try to day trade things. Don't try to spike budgets on good days and pull budgets back on everything else. Don't worry about all of that. What you need is how do I remove as many bad choices as possible so that only good choices are left. It's much better to have seven to 10 really good choices instead of 20 that might be good, might be bad. And what it also means is spend as much money as you can in those few good choices and you're going to see consistent results over time. It's going to stabilize and then you can really work on removing more bad choices and trying to optimize and get into a whole bunch of other stuff that we will cover and we have covered before and but not in this lab, but a million times. There's ebooks on it and I'll ask, answer all the questions you have about that stuff. Please comment or DM, whatever else, and we can get to the automated rules, we can get to performance gate scaling, we can get to all these other fun, sexy things, but none of those are applicable until you get these simple three steps. So, the how do you execute that? Is you stay out of the results. You just put money in and you make sure that what you're doing is pulling out bad choices. If you tried five audiences, just take one away if it's not working for you. If you threw in 10 ads, just take the ones away that either aren't spending or that are spending a lot and not doing good enough for you. Use the same ads in your retargeting and your prospecting ad sets. And not just the ads, but the post ID. That's a whole other thing. We can get to that some other time. Please feel free to ask me questions, but I wanna make sure this is as actionable as possible. So to sum up one more time, the three simple steps, and then we'll get into a secret of the Facebook elite that I'll share with you. So number one, audiences. You only need three, maybe five audiences if you're super complex and things are massively huge. You can get to $10,000 a day on a broad and a lookalike audience inside of one campaign. And step number two is your ads. You can do that on three to five ads. That's it. That's all you need. You can spend the rest of your time working on your customer service, your conversion rate, on, on your post-transaction upsells, on your email, on your SMS, everything else that makes a difference. Because if you micromanage Facebook to a super extreme level, maybe you get 2% better. Maybe you get 5% better. But if you upgrade your customer service or your conversion rate on your website or increase your average order value with a post-transactional upsell, you can make a 10, 20, 50% change. Don't spend all of your time fighting a machine learning platform trying to be smarter than the number one greatest invention by humankind since the dawn of man to create intent at scale when you could be spending that time improving the rest of your business. Facebook should be easy. It should take 90 minutes a day or less. I mean, the rest of your time is knowing your numbers and improving everything else. And that third piece that we just talked about is staying out of the results. Invest what you can and understand that it's not about wins today. It's not about wins tomorrow. It's is this week better than last week? Is this month better than last month? That's how you win. And now I promise a number one secret, the number one secret right now of, of the Facebook elite. And I'll tell you what it is. 
The only measurement that really matters is the result on a one day post click. And it doesn't actually tell you how good Facebook is for your business. What it does is it says, this is what Facebook can deliver one day after the click. How does that affect the rest of my business? And you can see my lives on ecosystem ROAS. I did 40 minutes and, and maybe I'll try to link to it here as well. And um, you know, this is what's now being called MER. There's a lot of things, but every measurement and, and every advertiser on Facebook either knows this and when they don't do it, they're knowingly lying to you or they don't know this, in which case they're probably not somebody good enough to listen to. And the point is one day post click is the shared metric for all digital advertising. Everything beyond that is how much credit can I take for somebody else's work? And I'm going to break this down very simply. A seven day post click or the 28 day that everybody talked about before that, what that does is say, if somebody clicks on my Facebook ad today and they go to my website, maybe they sign up for an email campaign, maybe they come back and Google something and they make a sale. Well, your email campaign is gonna get credit, your Google's gonna get credit, maybe your SMS gets credit and Facebook gets credit. Doesn't mean you get five sales, four sales, it means you got one. And you can try to chase down this thing of multi-touch attribution and all this other stuff, but that's a solution that nobody ever found an uh, answer to because the question itself is fundamentally flawed. Hundreds of millions of dollars went into trying to solve this problem for 20 years. Nobody found the answer. And the people still trying to solve it are the folks that made a million dollars in email in Google and became big, powerful ad execs 20 years ago that don't understand that Facebook is fundamentally different than all of that. The modern world is fundamentally different than all of that. Predictive algorithms, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, every one of these uses consumer behavior to keep somebody on the platform. It has nothing to do with multi-touch because every customer journey is different. And if somebody gives you another view on that, you tell them to come talk to me, tag me in it, let me know. And I will have a conversation with them. I'll gladly invite them on the camera. I'll gladly bring them into a clubhouse room, whatever. And I would love to have a conversation because I've driven nine figures in revenue in dozens of verticals for nearly a decade. And I've solved, I've seen that problem try to be solved a thousand times. And the solution is actually not trying to solve that flawed question, but just understanding what is my results on a one day post click and can I improve it? Maybe on a one day post click, you lose 50 cents on the dollar, but your business is making two X ROAS or you're, you're able to pay your bills. Your goal isn't anything more than to try to take a 0.5 X ROAS and make it a 0.6. If you're making sales for $50 on a one day post click, try to make them for 55. Be more efficient on the platform Everything else downstream will improve. That is the number one most important thing. And Facebook elite advertisers understand this because it's a lesson that was taught to us from print advertising and from television and from radio. It is literally decades old truths. And people have tried to take some other methodology and force that thinking into it. And you know what? It hasn't worked. There is no solution. Why, don't, why isn't there a software solution for this stuff? Because nobody's been able to solve it for 20 years because the foundation of the question itself is flawed. 
And if anybody tells you different, you let me know. I will gladly have a conversation with them and I will gladly show the receipts and challenge anything that they have to do. And then we can go through whatever course or other nonsense it is that they're trying to sell because odds are they either know that they're lying or they don't. So, boom, that's today's lesson. I hope it was really helpful for you guys. I actually need to take a sip of this coffee for a second. Mm. So today's homework. If you want to get 50% off FacebookDestructor.com or if you want any of my ebooks for free, uh, which I would love to give you because I don't need to try to sell you some long form course. I don't need to try to hook you on something. I don't need to lie about my results and try to sell years old uh, you know, case studies done by other people because I don't actually know how to do things. I'm not focusing on that. I want to give you this stuff so I can get your feedback because working with people that are just starting out or getting as many ideas into what's going on is one of the reasons that I am staying on top of everything because I haven't removed myself from the front lines. There are accounts where I'm spending $200 a day. There are accounts where I'm spending a million dollars a week. I do that to make sure that what I'm saying is real. I have case studies published just this year. And we'll get to all sorts of fun stuff like that. But let's get to the homework. How can you get an ebook for free or 50% off FacebookDestructor.com? Here it is. I would love, absolutely love, for you to tell me what's the number one mistake that you think you're making inside of Facebook right now. All you have to do is comment, message, DM, fucking carrier pigeon, anything that you can. Let me know. The number one mistake you think you're making in Facebook right now. You might be right, you might be wrong, but let's share in these difficulties so that we can work together to overcome them. All right, so now, hopefully that was helpful. Man, I am hyped. This was good.